That's but good. I am itchy, so you won't hear me scratching. All right. Dry skin. Check it out. It's raining outside right now. I mean, if you need to go hydrate that skin, you know. Is that how come? How come when you're in the shower, they say it dehydrates you? I, because the human body is disgusting and stupid. I don't know. I don't. It's just poorly designed <laughs> garbage. It's, wa- it's washing away essential oils yeah. that keep your skin uh, uh, moist. Is that right? Yeah, the skin's really into the essential oil business. Essential oils, is that selling you oils that mimic those? Or is that just like, just wiped directly off of somebody else's naturally moist and sweaty body? Oh, I definitely think that they're produced exclusively (laughs) taken from other people's bodies, yeah. (laughs) Maybe they're recently dead, you know, you skin them and then you just wring the skin out into a bucket. Like it's a, like it's a Mm -hmm. damn cloth. Because we all know oil and blood don't mix, so like the blood will rise. Do we all know that? I don't know that I knew that. (laughs) I assume. I, I assume. If I know anything about liquids of different viscosities, they don't really mix. <laughs> is it viscosity well, that doesn't make the mix? I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good idea. You say, I just, uh, yeah. I was gonna say. If you say you're pretty sure. Is don't viscosity. Make a statement and then immediately question that self same statement. <laughs> you're right. I used to have so much more right. confidence when spouting absolute bullcrap, but. As I get older, I'm like, man, do I have a responsibility of, of what I say? Do I, do, I, do I hold any responsibility of putting something out there that's clearly not a true? And what was the answer? Probably not, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would just go no, because I don't want to. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a, as good a reason as any I've ever heard. No, I don't really want to. Yeah, I don't want to do it. All right, let's get it going. You got to do the, you got to mm-hmm. say hi like you're walking up mm-hmm. behind someone and startling them. Do you remember... It's a, it's more of like a, hey, and uh, Sean. welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. Let's go. I'm Jeff. Let's go on all day. I don't want to. That's really good, Sean. That's I want to really do good. this all day. Speed it up. <laughs> That's right. Lunch is coming. You said before lunch, and lunch is coming. All right. Um, this is this is a, obviously a podcast, because if you're listening to it, you're probably somewhere where you listen to podcasts. Well, it could be like a live stream that was turned into a audio recording, right? It's true. <laughs> It could be, but you, you <laughs> yeah, I'm just, specifically you know, I'm just know that it's not. I'm <laughs> saying obviously, and I don't know that the listener knows that that's obvious. And I don't want, to, I don't yeah. want them to feel st- any stupider than they already do listening to True. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid listeners, you dummies. Uh, you're right. You're right. And next episode, we will live stream. We're gonna be we're gonna be Twitch streamers. Yeah, we're on Twitch and Mixer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be recording my end on on Twitch and Sean will be recording his end on Mixer. That's going to be tough because I don't know what Mixer is. <laughs> it's Microsoft's uh, uh, glob on oh. to the Twitch Well, why do I have to have the revolution. cheap knockoff? It's, it's their you Twitch. Know, you know Microsoft doesn't do it as good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm guessing you have an Xbox in your room. I'm guessing you have a, a, a Windows-based computer. I have a Windows-based computer. I, don't ha- I have a broken Xbox. It still counts. <laughs> I don't know that it does. Disagree. Just see, I'm just saying. It seems like you love Microsoft. What's the What's the podcast about? <clears throat> That's the next part, right? So we can get closer to the end. Right. I w- <laughs> I was in the middle of saying that, and you got got me all distracted by you know telling yeah. me how much you love Microsoft. Just want to kiss Bill Gates on his mouth. His cute little mouth. His, you know, you think you could buy new glasses or pants, but I mean, I don't know. I've never made it to a billion dollars, so maybe it's saving money on glasses and pants. I, okay, so we're gonna do a couple things. We're going to do a few things. We're going to do three different things. The first is we're going to have a really long discussion about Bill Gates' pants. 
<laughs> I guess we're doing four. I mean, things. I guess they've come back into style. Maybe I don't know. Eventually, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a candy that hopefully we both ate. We're gonna try to expand on a, on a movie to uh, make it more of a franchise, like like modern day movies, movies that only got one shot at telling the story. You oh know? yeah, I forgot about and, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but first, first we usually talk about animals. I forgot about that too. <laughs> what uh? What, what did you think this podcast? Was about, I haven't Sean? thought about it in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I was on sabbatical. You know, just going to other podcasts, seeing how they do it. <laughs> kind of a kind of a walkabout. I think sabbatical is probably fine. I didn't need to. Add no, that. yeah, yeah. It was like it was like a walkabout. <laughs> I would say maybe synonymous with a walkabout, but you know. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, because I didn't mm-hmm. think about the podcast and don't ever, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I didn't look up an animal or think about an animal ever. Sorry, we had a, we had, we had a listener request. We did? Yeah. I meant we had a listener? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it wasn't even Brett or nothing. Disappointed. <laughs> Just whoever it is, I'm disappointed in you. But Sean, they wanted us to talk about an animal known as the Virginia opossum. Okay. Is this request from you? Is this... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am the listener. Right. I, I'm very excited about All this. Right. No. Let's talk about some nasty opossum or whatever. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. What do, you, what do you know about possums, Sean? What do, you, what do you... Can I say just possum, even though there's an O in That's front fine. of it? Yeah, I'll know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I don't want to say opossum. It's like opossum, right? I, you say it like a... I don't know or care. They um, <laughs> they eat ticks, right? Ew. I think they eat... Really? Yeah, I think so. Well, I know you're not supposed to... Like, don't interfere with them. They're, like, they're beneficial to humans, because I think okay. they eat, like, little bug vermin that we don't like. Nice. I mean, humans as a whole, they would eat a lot more bugs if they were eating bugs I didn't like. But yeah, I think I think they're like good for the environment in ways that like a, I don't know a dog or a cat probably isn't. <laughs> in the exact opposite way, a dog or yeah, a cat is right? useless pieces of shit, fucking hangers on. <laughs> uh, every every picture I see of, of of a possum on online is either like they're stone faced or they're just shocked. They're shocked. Their mouth is agape. They're staring directly at you. Well, yeah. Well, they probably it's, don't want to uh, get fucking murdered. Like, <laughs> they see a human, and they're like, oh, shit. This thing is widely known for killing all, all animal life it encounters. But they play dead. They don't. These ones are, like, standing up, just, like, mouth wide open, beady-eyed. I don't know, man. I don't... I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't... Maybe they're shocked that you didn't ask permission before taking their picture. Mm, true, true. Um, I also, the the possum is, it's in a meme, right? The where it screams at its own butt. <laughs> yeah. I know that, because the first time I saw it, it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's right. Now, Sean, do you, do you, do you think a possum uh, is a cute animal? Do you think it's like, when you see it, you're like, oh, like a cat, or, or more like <laughs> being a... Being pretty presumptuous about whether or not the cats are cute. <laughs> But uh, they're fine. I don't, animals are fine as, if yeah. I don't have to be near them, generally, um, except yeah. for insects. And maybe other, even if you're not near an insect, it's it's, it's no, no good. good. And maybe other people. But other other than those two exceptions, uh, when we when we do human for animal, uh, I got a lot of improvements to make. Yeah, they are in for yeah. it. 
Um, Get rid of his voice box. <laughs> Tiny hearing about it. Um, yeah, that's about all I know. They're kind of furry. They do have those like mm-hmm. like triangle heads, right? Yeah, with the with the big eyes. Yeah, um, and I don't. I think I don't. I think they have long fingers, but. <laughs> It's hard to tell. There's not really a lot of highlighting of their fingers I don't know. in these yeah. pictures. Um, so yeah, tell me about the apothe- <laughs> I mean, if this was a request, then you obviously did a ton of research beforehand to sound really smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what people have come to expect. It's very well researched. Um, it's about about animals on this on the show here. They're a marsupial. Oh yeah. I mean, they, got, they got a pouch to carry their kids in. You know. I believe they're the only marsupial in North America, but I could be wrong. Okay. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I don't think we have many marsupials, so... It's more of like an Australia thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super Australia thing. I think I think in South America there are some marsupials. Like some, like, weird squirrel things and, and whatnot, but... Gross. <laughs> Did you know when they play dead... They may also release fecal matter and a green, foul-smelling mucus excreted from its anal glands. Doesn't that happen when they die anyway? <laughs> yeah. So like, they would have well, to. that's how good they are at playing they dead. They would have to to convince other people. Like, <laughs> if you're playing dead but you're not shitting your pants, you're not really doing yeah. it right. I, yeah, I don't want to say that, like, skunks really nailed it and, and the possums went too far because a skunk will just release foul-smelling stuff and still get away, where a possum, like... Is out for it says up to hours. <laughs> so they just take a nap. Hours. Yeah. Like like they, they, well that's, that's I like that's I can respect that's all in. Like if this doesn't work I'm dead anyways so I'm just gonna cut out for a couple hours. <laughs> um, they're breathing slow so you can poke them even bite and they won't show any signs of uh, suffering. Right. <laughs> Which is like insane. Right, they, they check out and then if they wake up dead well then that that's what happened. Yeah, and according to SeaWorld.org, a trusted organization for animals. Um, scientists have yet to determine whether feigning death is deliberate or an involuntary reaction. Uh, okay. The whole species does it, though? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That feels like a, like an adaption, but... Wasn't it like those, those fainting goats? Is that involuntary? You ever see the people sneak up on well, certain kind of goats yeah, and they just, like, go... But, oh. like, do they do that in the wild or do we breed that into them as, like, a fucking joke? <laughs> just to, like, dunk on goats? <laughs> Yeah, some farmer was like, "Man, this goat just fainted. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stud this yeah. one out." Uh, but recordings of brain activity show the possum is highly in a highly alert state while feigning its death, though. So its breathing's very slow, but it's very aware, very aware of what's going okay. on. <laughs> but might be doing that on accident. I don't know. The scientists have no uh, idea. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, it doesn't relate to some na- nasty sex thing, so scientists are just <laughs> yeah. largely uninterested. It says they have 50 razor-sharp teeth, the highest number of teeth found in any land mammal. That's pretty fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty... I, I like that. That's one thing that's going to that's gonna carry on to the new possible. If anything, they're going to get more, but... <laughs> this is a fact... The, the, the SeaWorld.org has a lot of facts here. I, I'm sorry, hold um, up. Are you taking money from them? Because when you introduced SeaWorld.org, you were like a trusted news source about animals or whatever. And now you're talking about how great their info is and how much info there is. It's fine if you're getting paid. I just I think the, res- the responsible know? thing to do is for you to let the listener 
You want to taste? No, no, I don't. I don't need to get my beak wet. <laughs> Not to okay. spoil the change. Some of the changes we're going to make to humans. <laughs> no, I don't. I just it's if you're accepting money from an institution to praise mm-hmm. them, you should let people know that. That's true. That's true. Hashtag ad. <laughs> so you you did is what I'm hearing. No. Okay. All right. I would right. though. I okay. Would. Yeah. We're very open to I taking just... money to say anything you want. Yeah. I think I think SeaWorld could use the um, positive press, you know. Yeah, you don't hear about SeaWorld in a good way these days. <laughs> no, it's so bad that they're trying to just distance themselves from sea creatures in general that they're talking about possums. I just, yeah. well, I, just, I, I can't believe. So it. they probably just used to take possums and throw them into the the whale enclosures, <laughs> and just be like, "We guess they eat those. We don't know. The possums don't come out, they, so well, I guess whatever. If they get hungry enough." They don't like. Um, there's no sources really on the on these facts. Well, SeaWorld and and yeah. And number four is from prehistoric time to modern day. The opossum is virtually unchanged. Some scientists refer to it as a living fossil. Mm. That's <laughs> that's not really. I, mm, I I I can't believe that. Why? <laughs> I mean, some scientists refer to it as a living fossil. It just. Well, they do that with like uh, sharks. I think alligators, right? They haven't really changed yeah, since. Yeah, but the the possum, though. Well, he's like a small mammal. No. He, he could have been around for, or she, excuse me, um, been around for since forever. Zim. Yeah, uh, yeah. I um. I accept. I accept I it without questioning it. I guess is what I'm saying. I guess. But you think you'd like add stuff to that, like a picture of fossil records of a of the possum, or yeah, you know. Why is it only some scientists? Like, what scientists are being like, nah, after after doing the research? You know what I mean? That's, I mean, I don't know. Dentists, probably. <laughs> some scientist who doesn't like, you know, doesn't like the word living fossil. Uh, technically, that's not correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back to my dolphin sex research. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um... Yeah, let's see. What, what else? What else? They got white faces, right? Yeah, they totally have white faces. Possum is an Algonquin Indian name meaning white mammal, white animal. Sorry. Oh. The term marsupial comes from the Latin word. So I'm an opossum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're a white animal. Cool. Latin word marsupium, which refers. Yeah, okay, I knew. I knew what marsupial means. Come on, Sea World. I um, they're they're reaching. They're just desperate for. <laughs> We haven't we haven't kept in captivity and been killing for years an intelligent ocean-going species. Uh, I'm reading here that opossums have 13 mm. nipples arranged in a circle of 12 with one in the middle. What? Weird. Which kind of seems like a thing that a bunch of wizards would do. <laughs> What's fucked up if you, you can actually draw a perfect pentagram? <laughs> if you connect the dots. It's, uh... You only summon nipple demons, though, which is just really not very helpful, no matter what brand of magic you're into. I mean, it, they seem like long. They look, they're, they're like the size of a house cat, really, right? Maybe a little bit bigger? I, I would guess. I don't know. And, I, and I, th- I think house cat's nipples, I haven't seen any in a long time, but I'm pretty sure they're just like <clears throat> two rows right, right, right down, the, down the middle. Sounds right, but I don't think <laughs> enough about cat nipples to know, so... <laughs> Is it just like did did cat nipples evolve to the straight lines? And since an opossum is a living fossil, it's a circle of nipples with a nipple in the middle. I mean, do you think the opossum maybe was born and bred in hell 
and that's why it has the little summoning circle <laughs> diagram etched on it in nipples. Possibly. I mean, there's there's really no other good um, good explanation for it. So they're surprisingly resistant to rabies. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, they can like fight rabies out in the wild where we <laughs> yeah. don't have to know about it. Uh, most likely because they have lower body temperatures than most. Man, there's a lot of words I don't know today. <laughs> Computer, tell me what this what word do you is. Think about it. I'm I'm seeing here that not only are they what oh. resistant to rabies, they're also very resistant mm-hmm. to snake venom. And in captivity, opossums are known to engage in cannibalism, which is we like all? a weird fact to let us know. Like. Hey, when you like put them in cages together, they'll eat each other if you don't feed them. It's like, oh, cool, great. That's a good thing to know about possums. They they have a breeding season. Okay, okay. It begins for the Virginia opossum. It begins as early as December and continues through October. So as early as December, you yeah. Said? So and last until October. So it's just November. They don't. That sounds more like a religious exception. <laughs> yeah. Like they have a, they have like a, a species wide Lent where they give up having sex just for November. <laughs> they must have busy Novembers, huh? Um, well, you know, the holidays coming up, they got to prepare. Uh, let's see. During mating season, the male attracts the female by making clicking sounds with its mouth. So not that different from humans. <laughs> Commonly seen hanging outside of a car. Honking and clicking. I think you mean his best friend's ride. Hanging out the passenger <laughs> side. Um, um, in December 2010, a cross-eyed Virginia possum in Germany's Leipzig Zoo named Heidi became an international celebrity. I was still talking about how they reproduce, though. Because <laughs> the male's penis is bifid, which means it has two heads. Whoa. Was it... What do, you, what do you need that for? The sperm pair up in the testes and only separate as they come close to the egg. Well, so they, this teamwork. That's cool. <laughs> they, they pair up? They, they go in twos? It says, and then when they get to the it egg. says they pair up, yeah. What are, they, what are they fighting in there? I don't know. What are they working towards? Like all female marsupials, the female reproductive system is also bifid. Maybe bifid. What? I don't know if I'm saying that word right. But two lateral yeah. vaginae, uteri, and ovaries... So, all right, all right, okay, all right. So this is, it's got two vaginas, mm-hmm. and the male has one penis with two heads? Mm-hmm. This is what I am reading, yes. <sighs> I mean... Holy... How... Mm. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Wait, Ask no, your no, question. No, please. No, I, I can't form it correctly, so please. All right, all right. On. Well, with this, the, like, they just kind of double up on everything. You know, cool. Okay, great. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Two donker heads, two vaginas. Okay. The teamwork in the sperm. It's common for 20 to 30 young to be born. And there are Whoa. instances of even as many as 50 being born. Oh, one per tooth. But. <laughs> but. Mm. Because of the 13 nipple situation we talked about earlier. Oh my God. Only the first 13 generally survive. <laughs> they can't take turns? Doesn't look like it, no. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, that's that that is that's a that is a Hellspawn re- reproductive system. <laughs> Two of everything. <laughs> Put a demon summoning circle. They gotta feed off that. Anybody that comes after is dead. Damn. All right, and I know it's okay. So it's, and I know I got. I'm probably have to cut this too. Okay, so it's one penis. I'm not looking. Look at you can Google possum penis if you want. I am not. Even all these all these pictures of possums, even when they're hissing defensively, they look kind of nervous. Like, yeah, they're just really hoping you'll go away. Like I don't want to have to fight. I'd really rather not be here. They're pretty great so far, by the way. I, I'm not seeing a yeah, lot of yeah. Just a ton of teeth, a demon circle. I looked up oh, pot, possum penis, and the first website I go to would like to send me notifications about the latest news and updates. No thanks. I think I'll just look up a possum penis once. Uh, and I'll be done They're with catering it. toward the scientist crowd. Who <laughs> <laughs> they assume want to know a lot more about it. Really, really keep up to date, you know? Yeah. Okay, this website assures me that male possums have two-pronged penis, which perfectly matches up with the female's for- forked vagina. So, it works out perfectly. I assumed, like, just the head was forked. Uh, and then, so you wouldn't get, you know, you wouldn't really get it up a, there. A male possum definitely wrote that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they have great uh, penises that work perfectly. Perfect fit. Never had any. Never had any complaints. Perfect fit every time. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'd moved on from uh, possum penises, and no, I, uh, that's, you had to. Know. I just needed more. You've got a scientist's mind. You had to know. <laughs> yeah. No. See. Yeah. And it, uh, Opossums limit the spread of Lyme disease as they successfully kill mm-hmm. off most disease-carrying ticks that feed on them. That's crazy. That's awesome. How do they? How do they know which ones are diseased? They might just eat them all. You know. Mm. I mean, true. Ticks aren't that big. <laughs> if, they're not in, if they're not in captivity, trying to eat each other. Yeah, if they haven't been trapped into a cycle of cannibalism by <laughs> demonic humans, people are just the worst. Oh, you can eat them. Can you? I mean. Oh yeah, well, because they. They're very resistant to rabies, so it's not like, you know, you're less likely to catch ra- rabies, but, I mean, they ticks and garbage, right? Yeah, but, so what? I mean, I guess lobsters eat poop and people go, yeah, that's bo- Yeah, lobsters are bottom feeders. All fish live in the ocean, which is essentially the world's toilet. Yeah, and it's, if people didn't, like, dump their piss and shit into the ocean, mm-hmm. they're still swimming around on their own piss and shit. Exactly. So, riddle me that. I don't know what riddle that is, but... <laughs> Alright, so are we... Do you have anything else to talk about opossums, or can we change them now? We gotta fix them? No, we, we can change them. I mean, I, I've learned so much. I, I, I had no idea. Ugh. Ooh, fax it now. See, every time a, a, a possum... Uh, you know what I were, I, I, I typed in possum food. Mm-hmm. It's telling me how to feed possums. I wanted to learn how to prepare a possum. Okay, so do possum recipe. <laughs> Place stuffed possum possum in roasting pan and add water, bouillon cubes, bay leaves, celery, and onion. Okay, so just kind of like a chicken. Yeah. You think they're gamey? You think gamey is that a, is that a thing? Wild animals well, are. They would be a yeah. They would be a game animal. <laughs> <laughs> Get a raisin in captivity in those veal in those veal tanks. Get the possum meat real tender. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done.
done learning about possums. I'm ready to change them. Um, all right. Should put the sound effect in, right? To, is, right this is the spit in God's eye yeah. subsection. Yeah. Animal segment. I'll, I'll get a soundboard. That way we can all hear it. No, no, I should it. listen to the other episodes, but you know, <laughs> you know how I operate. If you do, you can make a listener request. <laughs> no. Possums take longer to cook than taters, so wait until your possum is stewed for about an hour before you add the taters to the pot. Of course, whoever wrote that recipe refers to potatoes as taters. Yeah, well, this is from hillbillycrackpot.com, <laughs> and this is the, the article is actually um, how to catch and cook a possum. Oh, good, good. Yeah, because you're going to want to know how to catch them, because you can't just buy it at your local, what, down there, Piggly Wiggly? Is that a supermarket down there? <laughs> they only... Their lifespan is two to three years. <laughs> we all right. Well, if we're gonna fix them, we got we gotta like double sex, that. We got sex eleven months eleven months of the year. We gotta damn. Yeah, something we should all aim for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the life, actually. Yeah, they they only live seven years managed, which I guess means in captivity. <laughs> Maybe if you, if you don't have them bunked together. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. What do you mean managed? Do you manage to put a bunch together? Yeah, they definitely live shorter lives because they eat each other. And I bet, you know, in the wild, they probably spend a good amount of time playing dead. So, I mean, what's that? You get maybe like two, two and a half years Yeah, but when you're not playing like dead life. or eating ticks, you're having sex. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, the lights that burn twice as bright last half as long. It's poetic. Did you just write that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think I, I'm I'm I don't know. I'm on the edge. Do they have enough teeth? <laughs> I mean, fifty is a lot of teeth. The problem I'm running into is I'm I'm not seeing if they lose them frequently. Mm. Just to be sure, how about three rows of fifty teeth? I think that's too many. <laughs> well, because they fall out, then the other ones push forward. You know. But three rows? Look at look at their find one with his mouth open. Look how small that mouth is. <laughs> That's not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. People love taking pictures of them with their mouths open. <laughs> yeah, I mean they do have small mouths, but I would assume that the small they'd be small teeth too. They're just razor sharp, you know. I mean I guess. I mean listen, if you think it's too many, we can do I don't know, two rows of fifty teeth. Is that is that, is that better for you? That sounds okay. I think a second okay. row of teeth might be fine. <laughs> All right, good, good. I don't think I like how they stand. And I, I no? get that they got to, like, climb branches and stuff, but I don't like it when they're standing yeah. on the ground. So I would like them to do that less. Less standing. Less standing on the ground, specifically. They can stand in trees if they want. <laughs> you, you know what really uh, I don't like about them? I don't. Is, is, that, is that tail? It looks like a rat tail, but they're, like, bigger than any rat I've ever seen. So it's just, like, a thick... Just, yuck, tail. All right. What do you want to do about it? I don't know. I don't know. Get rid of it entirely? No, because I'm sure they use it for stuff. I mean, they didn't mention it ever, but I'm sure they must use it for some sort of stuff. Right. Maybe we cover the top in for, like, the rest of its body, but we make it extra muscly, so when it's on the ground, it's not on those weird feet standing weirdly. It stands on the tail and moves it like a snake when it's on the ground. You're going to have to run that one by me again. So its tail is basically um, like a snake's body. Uh-huh. 
and so it's too, but for on the top so it doesn't look gross but instead of standing on the ground in the way you don't like it uses its tail when it's on the ground to move and so it'll move like a snake and so its body is held up by that tail. All right. So it's kind of like the monster form of Serpentor from G.I. Joe or <laughs> um I don't think I've ever said this before. I don't get that reference. Okay, that's bullshit. I specifically, <laughs> I specifically used that reference instead of using one that I understood better, which would be the Yonti from Dungeons and Dragons, which are people like they're like centaurs, but instead of a horse body, it's a snake body. Go on. And the GI Joe thing is an '80s cartoon. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember this guy at all. He looks like just a dude in a snake costume. But sometimes, I swear to God, there was... Maybe it was a different character. I don't know. Oh, he's... No, I mean, he rides like a um, hoverboard that's, that's shaped yeah, like a cobra. Yeah, G.I. Joe. They all ride hoverboards, Jeff. <laughs> There's one where he's got a snake bottom. Serpentor is a, a pretty pretty good name, yeah, though. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 80s cartoons were the best. It's going to be my son's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I see an image here. From Transformers animated series, but it's it's basically like a robot snake person with human arms and a snake body. Yeah, well, that's what I was talking about then. Okay. You can't expect me. You yeah. can't expect me to make a flawless reference. <laughs> Serpentor is good pull. Um, For yeah, me, Serpentor is mean... a great pull, and it was baffling to me that you did not immediately <laughs> grasp it. And I will never make that attempt again. I've learned my lesson. I... When you said it. Mm-hmm. And he was a G.I. Uh-huh. Joe, and I didn't get it. I I panicked internally. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no. Well, <laughs> how did I fuck this up? It's important. It's important that we all still have things to learn. I should have just quietly Googled it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I ru- I ruined it. <laughs> but yes, exactly the way you, you thought Serpentor was. <laughs> okay, but wouldn't that snake bottom have to be really big to hold up the like the whole possum and it's exactly 13 young and no more <laughs> I guess I mean yeah it's got to be a little bit thicker for sure than it is mm-hmm. now um, which is I guess what I said I hated about it mm-hmm. but I think if you cover the top with fur I'd be more okay with All it right, we can give that a shot I think also um, since they live where the winter is they should be able to make mm-hmm. little mittens for their feet <laughs> I've seen a picture of one now, and it looks like he's cold as he's clinging onto this tree branch, and there's snow behind him. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to warm his hands up, right? You know, rubbing them together. Right. And it's just like, yeah, that sucks. I, I don't like being cold. He, why should he have to be cold? Yeah, because his, his little his little fingers don't have any fur on exactly, them. and they're kind of pink and gross, and I don't like that. So I would like it if they were yeah. covered in mittens. <laughs> Where do they get the material for the mittens? Hmm, that's a good question. Let's find out what they eat again. Anything they eat have fur they can use. Um, oh, they eat mice. I mean, they, yeah, mice. They also go through garbage. So maybe they make garbage mittens. Just take old mittens that people throw out. Yeah, oh, don't leave your mittens out there. The possums will get yeah. them. Oh, man, I'm missing a mitten again. I bet it's one of them possums. Yeah, yeah, okay, I like that. I like right, that. kind of fits them neatly into the lore, right? <laughs> Yeah, Kids yeah. can claim that they lost their mittens to a possum. You just picture a possum taking one regular size child mitten and making two to four mittens mm-hmm. out of it. Whatever's left over, they make a little hat. Well, they're going to have exactly 13 young to also make mittens for, so they oh, might not true. have enough that's, for a hat. But 
It's a lot of work. Maybe that's what they do in November, you know? Yeah, November is prep for the <laughs> year. It's all, <laughs> it's, it's all mitten making. <laughs> Stealing and making mittens. No, no time for sex. <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. Can you say that anymore? Is it uh, if I don't if I don't use his accent, can I still say? I don't it? remember. I know what you're referencing. It's Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. but I don't remember clearly the scene it came from. It's well, it's it's less the scene. It's more the character short round, mm-hmm. who is doing an offensive Asian accent, yeah. but is an Asian boy. But how did how did Steven know. Spielberg survive that? Right? Did he did he direct that film? <laughs> No, but he took all the guns out of E.T., so I think he's good. Oh. He, left, he left the Asian stereotype in, but took out the guns. Well, yeah, I mean, so. the guns hurt people. What, what is a negative Asian stereotype going to hurt? What, <laughs> the Asian people Dude, as a whole? Anybody. Come on. Yeah. That's not his concern. All he does is make widely viewed popular yeah. media. He shouldn't have to yeah. think about that at all. What, they learned a second language, and it sounds kind of funny when they say it, because they have an accent. Big source for comedy. Yeah. Just mind that. <sighs> now I gotta put Steven Spielberg on my list of famous people who should be in jail. <laughs> you know what? George Lucas was a producer on that movie, so can we just push it onto him, saying that was probably his uh, fault? He's already on the list, though. <laughs> um, I I don't think there's much to do with opossums here, though. Yeah, they're they're almost they're almost perfect. I mean, <laughs> we're still gonna leave them to play dead. Okay, okay. We can we can address it. What do you want to? Mm-hmm. If you take, I mean, you can't. I don't know. You tell me. What do you want to do? I'm sorry. What do you want to do here? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's great, but do you just want to play dead while they try to try to bite you? You know what I mean? I I, I like the um, green fallow smelling stuff that comes from their anal gland. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can be more of a projectile. And when made contact with another animal or they or another other animals smell that, it puts them into a temporary coma. So letting the possum escape. So you want you give them knockout gas like like the Riddler, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yes. Okay, so then it could squirt out of their snake tails now. Yeah. That would be like the perfect little right at the end of the tail they gather a little uh, knockout Riddler gas poison. It's like a James Bond car, kind of, you know, just releasing the gas. Well, I don't know then that the possum would run away. Looking at the list of things it eats, I think it might be using that <laughs> offensively. <laughs> thinking a predator comes up, thinking they can eat a possum, it knocks it out and just eats yeah. it. Yeah. All right. It makes them significantly more dangerous. But... <laughs> Your pelt will make for great mittens <laughs> for my family. But see, now I think they might be too strong. <laughs> I mean, you think that's too strong? Wait till they can actually summon Satan with those nipples. I think they can do that now. They just choose not to. <laughs> How do you feel about their triangle heads, though? I would like them to be more triangular. <laughs> that would be that would be great. Real sharp edges. Oh, okay. How about this? Mm. The head is like a pyramid shape, right? Oh, okay. And it okay. narrows up to a point, and the mouth opens up. Each side opens up, and then each side mm-hmm. has a row of teeth, and then you get like what, like four rows of teeth. Yeah, or rather four sets, yeah. I guess, on each one on each side. I think maybe we have to make them really uh, more nervous, though. They're really they they have they get all possums yeah. have anxiety now. Yeah, they look like they have anxiety. Right, we're just gonna make that like a fact. Yeah. So now instead of like sitting there and making those weird faces, they also like uncontrollably kind of shake a little yeah. bit out of, out of nervousness. Yeah. 
kind of puts a damper on them using their Riddler knockout gas too offensively, right? They, they'll get too right. anxious about using it. Mm-hmm. Maybe another animal will see them and yell at them. Yeah. Like, if you just look at them, they're shaking, you think they do a pretty good Woody Allen impress- impression, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see anything about them entering into incest marriages with their adopted children, so... I suppose you're right. So. <laughs> and I don't want to give them that power, so... I'm done with possums. Okay. I also just don't want to talk about Woody Allen, so... <laughs> He's on the list. He was already on the list, too, so... <laughs> the star of Ants, Woody Allen? Yeah. You don't want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, noted right. pervert, Woody Allen. <laughs> what, what do you think about making a universe out of the, out of the Labyrinth movies? Because there was only one, you know? What happened in Labyrinth? Was that the Jennifer Conley movie? Jennifer Conley... David Bowie, yeah, Jim Henson, another George Lucas. Um, I think George Lucas was involved in it. The role almost went to Michael Jackson. So the David Bowie. Role, I was gonna say whose role? Jennifer Connelly role. Because <laughs> you just listed people, all of whom it would be crazy if Michael Jackson replaced them. <laughs> George Lucas was. Michael Jackson was almost a producer, and uh, no. um, all right, I gotta look up. That was me typing in. Do, do you need me to summarize this movie? Well, I don't. I, I might... I, I think I remember it. I just need to look at some pictures. Okay. You, you know how, like, kids hate their step-parents and, and their stepmom Not just... Makes them watch their kid. Look at pictures of Jennifer Conley, who was a childhood crush of mine, probably because of Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. It's also to look at pictures of David Bowie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It has the big ogre thing and all the Muppet things. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this movie. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to not have to babysit her uh, kid brother. So yeah. David Bowie comes and takes him away, and then she has to go through a big labyrinth to get him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's she makes the whole movie. unlikely friends along the way. Yeah. Several musical... Uh, no, I got it. I understand the Interruptions. Bog of eternal stench, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> David Bowie's an owl at one point, right? Take your word for it. <laughs> Sean, did you did you ever try um, contact juggling after watching this movie? No. <laughs> this, he had the glass well, balls that he like rolled around in his palm though. That was that was yeah. His, yeah. That did that didn't intrigue you? Not really. Was, you weren't like no. I'm into that. No. Chicks are gonna dig this. No. <laughs> did people do that? Is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I know people did do it, and there are probably some contact jugglers out there to this day. So, and I'm sure it's very, it takes a lot of skill. So, what what do you think? Well, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different areas in the labyrinth where you could you could make whole storylines out of, like those uh, those those red and orange fiery guys that take their heads off. You know, I could be a whole don't, continue. movie just about them. <laughs> Could you? But what would that movie be like? Though, like, like it, it doesn't sound very interesting. It's just dudes who live in the like lava place and take their heads off. Mm-hmm. Like what things have to happen in movies? <laughs> I mean, how do they figure out they can take their heads off? I know. Off, I know right? a lot of modern box office films wouldn't let you know yeah. that, but things are supposed to happen <laughs> in movies. But they, uh, you know, how they get how they get over there? Why why are they stuck in that side of the labyrinth? You know, why do they take their heads off? Is there a Happy Feet style movie that we can be made about taking heads off. I never saw Happy Feet, but that was about penguins? Yeah, it's about penguins that are really good at singing, except for this one penguin who's not really good at singing, so he's like 
feels other, but then it turns out he's really good at dancing, and then it it, it, it takes the uh, society by storm eventually. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess that you could just do that with people who take their heads off or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Was Happy Feet a big success? or They made at least two yeah. of them. So it's not, not a success if you make a sequel. It got one more sequel than Labyrinth got. All right, what about this uh, baby that spent 13 hours um, in the Goblin Kingdom in a castle learning under David Bowie? I mean, does, does his life change? Does, does he, like, eternal, internalize that? He can't even walk. How does he... <laughs> At best, at best, this is like a distant source of trauma that he doesn't clearly remember. Mm-hmm. Not a thing where yeah. he learned anything. <laughs> Fine. Uh, at the end, Jennifer Connelly, uh, uh, all of the friends she made show up in her in her bedroom, like in the closet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Does she have a Does she have a whole uh, sequel where where they're like now those people are in are in the regular world? Like she takes them shopping on like Fifth Avenue or something. <laughs> Brings them to a cinema, shows them what what her life's like. Yeah, I mean, it, okay. I mean, those are things that are happening, which is a step up. <laughs> I, but they're not really interesting. <laughs> Does she do Ludo's makeup? You know, who that is. Um, that's a that's a big guy. Okay, it's a really big the guy. Ogre. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess like. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Is is she is she done with the Goblin King? Does 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 he never come back? That she's like, you have no power over me, and he's like, I guess have this baby back. Well, he doesn't. I mean, I I don't know. She could probably still summon him, right? How how I do guess, you yeah. summon him? You just say, take this baby away, and he shows up, takes it away, yeah. and then when you're like, oh my god, what's happening? He's like, yo, you asked me to do something, I did it. You want it back? Get through this labyrinth. It's kind of a shitty deal. I don't know. But... Yeah. Well, I guess also that owl was owl was hanging around a lot, so she was like stalking her before all this. Yeah. A sixteen-year-old. David Bowie at the time, I don't know, mid-30s? How old was he? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, so, pretty creepy, but I guess he's the Goblin King, so maybe he's also like 100, and we just don't know. Yeah, he's always gone to high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like any, any any vampire story, just like, okay, it's old guys going after these young yeah. women, okay. Well, that's most stories. <laughs> now you're closer on the track of something Hollywood would put out, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, you said you didn't want to talk about Woody Allen. Get, I'm so uh, sorry. Well, I wasn't thinking about Woody Allen. That would be if Jennifer Connelly was his adopted daughter. Um, what's the the other guy? Hoggle? No. Talking no, about Hoggle? I'm talking about Hollywood people. The always... <laughs> like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise does it, right, in his films. Like, his romantic interest is always, like, 25 years younger than him. Yeah. Um, the other guy. Yeah. You're, you're thinking of every, every yeah, Hollywood movie. I think yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds literally yeah. every movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Well, I mean, except for the last Indiana Jones. Well, I guess because <laughs> they were both older people, but I think Harrison Ford is much older than um, what is what is the name of the woman who plays Marion in those movies? Oh, I don't know. Sounds wow. like you're sexist if you can't remember, though. <laughs> I can remember. I just need the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'll accept that. <laughs> wow, it really does not want me to look up the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's pulling up all the other ones. There we go. Karen Allen. She was born in 1951. Yeah. Harrison Ford. 
1942. So nine years. Nine years. It's just not the worst Hollywood's ever no. done. And I guess since they're both like over sixty, it's not as bad. Is it? Is that how it is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Uh, yeah. As long as my relationships maintain age appropriate, <laughs> I'm just gonna live my life. You know what I mean? That's the closest I can think of, and it's still nine years. So, I guess it's I guess it's a little little weird. But we're not talking about how weird Hollywood is in that regard. We're making a franchise out of this it's movie. Kind of most of what this segment is, though. It's a combination <laughs> of the two. Isn't there a junk lady in this movie? Could we? Is there is there is junk lady who collects all of Jennifer Connelly's like old stuff yeah. from her sixteen years of life. Yeah, and tries to get her to stay there. So that could be. There's your lead in, right, for a sequel. Mm. Uh, Jennifer Connelly's all grown up, and she has a kid, and then her kid's like, "Oh, yeah. my one favorite toy, I can't find it," and they go look in the closet, and they fall back into yeah. the trash land. Oh my god! And then the trash lady's like, "Oh, Jennifer Connelly, you should go talk to the Goblin King. Shit's been going down, yo." Oh, fuck. And then I don't know what stuff's been going down, but... Is it like the never-ending story where in the second one you go back there and there's a different villain? Like, you're helping the Goblin King now defeat another villain. Probably, yeah. You get a team up. Yeah, the second movie is the team up, yes. (laughs) He's less attracted to her because she's of age now, and, uh... (laughs) He tried to steal another baby, but something went wrong. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's the story, is the Goblin King got married to a teenage girl, <laughs> and the teenage girl is now running the place wrong, because, you know, yeah. she's like a victim of abuse, it's not really her fault, but... Right. I mean, you can't put a teenager in charge of an like, entire kingdom and be like, oh, why aren't you doing this right, you know? I don't know how that movie ends. Maybe they all die? <laughs> maybe those people try to rip their heads off and throw them around. I was gonna, Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's like a, an accidental beheading by those those fiery guys. You know what I mean? Like they, because they tried to get Jennifer Connelly's head to pop off, and it would. Yeah. So they're already like trying to behead people, and if you're going to be taking over a kingdom, I think beheading the old ruler is probably the way to go. That makes sense to me. What about that dog that rides the other dog? Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when they're leaving the bog of eternal stench. Oh yeah. There's this. Uh, I clearly, this, I, this yeah, I clearly remember dog. that section. Definitely. And there's this puppet dog that doesn't let him cross the bridge. Okay. And then they become friends, and he rides the sheepdog, and he talks like a 16th century knight or something. Oh, weird. Can't. <laughs> you don't remember that at I all. I don't. No. Do you remember the third act? Do you know what happens? Uh, they go into the... She goes and gets the kid back. Mm. Jeff Conley. They gotta, go, they, gotta, they gotta fight through Goblin City. All right. With that dog and a sheepdog. Oh, they do. Ludo. I thought just the ogre like showed up and Hoggle. was like killed people he's a very gentle soul okay he can he controls rocks oh this is kind of like the never any story then right like that that big rock guy yeah yeah a dog a dog puppet that talks like a six, 16th century knight or whatever riding a sheep dog he must have adventures okay because he had sworn to somebody to watch that bridge and not let anyone pass so he must have had adventures way before this he's he's part of some sort of like uh round table of Camelot yeah some sort of furry paradise kingdom he comes from <laughs> I don't like that term but yes <laughs> anthropomorphic animal nobody likes that term <laughs> it's uncomfortable just to hear it but it's all like they're all like little dog people or knights yeah you could do a movie about that I guess just completely rip off King Arthur you know well I think we would call it paying homage but <laughs> 
taking inspiration from. <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe or maybe we make him like, you know, we make it like a Game of Thrones parody, you know? I think Game of Thrones is the Game of Thrones parody, so... <laughs> yeah, but they didn't realize that that's what they were doing, you know? It feels like they did. It feels like... <laughs> that, those last few seasons of Game of Thrones weren't, like, off the cuff. They had to, like, plan that stuff. And they just did a really bad job. It it didn't feel like planning. It didn't, but yeah. Right. But someone someone wrote those scripts, and then someone directed them. There must have been quite the deadline for those scripts. No, no. I know this isn't what we're supposed to be doing, but HBO told them they were perfectly fine with ten seasons, ten episodes each. And the guys that the two guys in charge were like, "No, we want to go. We want to go destroy Star Wars now. We want to fuck that up." Yeah, he's like, "I don't know if you've heard, but Star Wars came calling, so I'm out." I wonder if... Imagine what we could do with a franchise that's kind of hard. I was going to say, I wonder if they accepted that deal before Ryan Johnson already ruined it. They were like, fuck! He got to it! Fuck! He got to it first! Damn it. I was going to kill off all the Skywalkers. Well, I can't wait till Ryan Johnson revitalizes Game of Thrones. Can reboot it. Is Disney Family still a thing? I think I think they should re- redo Game of Thrones. Maybe Nickelodeon. Just want, it needs to be more wholesome, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you, when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you get slimed. <laughs> I could watch that. Uh. <laughs> Another sequel you could do, instead of taking it with mm-hmm. Jennifer Conley as, like, a normal parent with a kid, is that mm-hmm. she's in, like, you know, uh, an insane asylum, talking about the Goblin King's bulge. Mm-hmm. His very tight tights. <laughs> You could see everything. <laughs> one time he dressed as a homeless person. And then she wishes she wishes that one of her therapists would just go away. <laughs> and then the goblin king comes and abducts him. Oh yeah, she keep the orderlies and therapists keep keep disappearing. Yeah. Oh. So eventually there's just like a wing of this insane asylum where they just like push food in through a door and then close it and lock it and she just lives there now. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman have to figure out. <laughs> to come in and figure out what's going on. What is that a reference to? Seven? Oh, with the head in the box. Okay, seven. yeah. Yeah. That's the only reference I would have known is head in a box. What's in the box? <laughs> uh, fine. Leonardo DiCaprio has to come figure it out. But it turns out he's not a detective. He was one of the insane asylum people the whole time. Uh, I also don't know <laughs> what that is. Shutter Island? Oh, God, I never saw that. I don't know what that is. Um, (laughs) All right. It turns out they have to bring the Goblin King to Mordor. (laughs) No, no, I I I know Mordor, but that doesn't make any sense. Jennifer Conley lost something important while going to the labyrinth. She realizes it. Sounds good. The next day. And so her best friend, an older failed scientist gentleman. Played by Woody Allen. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Had, had just invented a time machine. And so she's got to go back in time where she's in the labyrinth to find this thing. No, I don't, li- I don't like that. Fuck. <laughs> just, it reminds me too much of another movie I saw. <laughs> Why would her friend... What, where does... Where do, where do time machines come into this? This is, a, this is a world of magic. David Bowie does manipulate time. With magic, not with a, a DeLorean. Fine. <laughs> She, her next door neighbor is a witch who also manipulates if, time. No, I'm sorry. If anything, Jeffrey, the uh-huh. next day, right? Maybe her parents mm. are gone for the weekend or something. 
Yeah. They call and like, we were having so much fun without our kids, we're going to stay out and maybe abandon you forever. Yeah. The kid's your responsibility now. Um, someone knocks on her door the next day, and she opens it, and it's mm. Gandalf. And there's a little symbol <laughs> carved in her door, and she has to go on an adventure with him. Uh, all right, I like that. And then at the end, she has to throw the baby into a volcano. <laughs> Because everyone, because any woman holding a baby is basically invisible to all men. Is that right? <laughs> so. That wow, that's very sexist of you. This movie came out in the eighties. Okay, I'm assuming the sequel <laughs> would share the same sensibility. Okay, that's fair. Maybe the movie starts on like women jazzercising. <laughs> right, there's just like a long scene yeah. and a long unnecessary scene of women exercising. Yeah, that's an eighties thing, right? Yeah, headbands and everything. All right, Dan Aykroyd. There you go. <laughs> Turns out there's several. There's there's several Goblin Kingdoms. They're split up into like seven or eight. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, so there's warring Goblin Kingdoms. Dan Aykroyd obviously is the Goblin King of one. Sting is one of another. You know what I mean? You got you got to think of people from the '80s, but yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah, okay, so the Ghostbusters. Yeah, we get it. The Ghostbusters each rule one. Okay, there's four. Boom. Move on. John Candy. Yeah. Was he still alive? Um, when did he die? In the yeah. 80s? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he, his last movie was like 94. Oh, wow. He was alive a lot longer than I thought. All right. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought like 87 for sure. The end. Yeah, because okay. then... I know, Wagons East was like 93, and then he had one more oh, after yeah, that. yeah, the seminal Wagons East that we all remember. <laughs> the watershed moment, the watershed moment when Wagons East was released in theaters. The film right that changed a nation. I'm looking him up right now. The New York right. Times calls it <clears throat> bold, provocative. How about, how about the, the Sticky Bandits from Home Alone? They, they run One Kingdom. Sure. Uh... Canadian Bacon, 1995. Kevin, right? The Kevin? Wagons East was 1994. I'm so sorry. In the same movie? Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, Calister. that's the one. He, he's, also, he's another goblin kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the one baby that was successfully taken. The, the, the sister couldn't make it through the labyrinth. Mm. And so they made him one of them, and he, he has his own kingdom. Or, yeah, his, or his parents just didn't come home soon enough. <laughs> Maybe he ousted the, the Sticky Bandits. The Wet Bandits? Oh, yeah. They well, they're the Wet Bandits in the first one. I think they're the Sticky Bandits in the second one. You know I only know those terms because you keep using them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that without that input, I would never have known that they were called anything at all. But uh, Joe Pesci and the Tall Guy. Yeah. R.I.P. Tall Guy. Is he dead? He died. Yeah, he died a couple years ago. Did Joe Pesci die? Joe Pesci still alive, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Joe Pesci's alive a lot longer than I thought he would be. <laughs> um, the, all right, the neighbor that that Macaulay Culkin's afraid of. He he's one of the one of the, he owns. Goblin I Kingdom. think you could just branch out into more movies instead of picking somebody so absolutely obscure. <laughs> I didn't know that they existed until this very moment. You're right, but uh, yeah, R.I.P. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Right. What else I'm pretty he, sure he's yeah. dead. Right, well, I don't I'm need to know what pretty else. sure he's dead. <laughs> well, anyway, our condolences go out to Daniel Stern's family, whether he's alive or dead. 
<laughs> I was like 100% sure he was dead until uh, till it didn't say at the top of his IMDb page. Like, it says born, doesn't say died. So, but I'm pretty sure he's dead. All right, well. Oh, something's in pre-production. <laughs> something's filming. He's probably alive. Wait, is it? Is it a sequel to that movie where they puppet the dead guy around? Because maybe, you know? We get a, Oh, maybe. He was in City Slickers, wasn't he? I, I definitely would know that, yeah. <laughs> Says he's 61 years old. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, okay, all right. Man, was I not correct. Okay, all right. Well. All right. <laughs> So what other? So okay. So there's a couple goblin mm. kingdoms. We gotta we gotta stay focused. This is taking longer than I wanted You're to right. do already. <laughs> right. So some people from other yeah, so movies, the the you know the Ghostbusters and the other one, mm-hmm. the Home Alone. Yeah, movies. the other one. Okay. They're all goblin yeah. kings or whatever. What happens then? Maybe they all try to get the same baby because maybe there's a, there's a house that that perfectly is on the line of, of the seven kingdoms and and somebody asks the goblin king to take their baby. Okay. All right, so there's there's thirteen goblin kingdoms arranged in a circle with the thirteenth in the middle. <laughs> but the one in the middle has never had a mm-hmm. goblin king. That's like the goblin high king. That that goblin king rules all the other goblin kings. So maybe the um, R.E.P. Daniel Stern. Maybe that guy. We can CGI him in. That goblin king figures <laughs> so out. So alive. <laughs> that our condolences go out to your family. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that that goblin figures out. Well, what if I abduct a kid, and then just make him like put him in that kingdom after I've raised him a little bit, mm. and then he's indebted to me, and then it's like I control the guy that controls all the other goblin kingdoms. Oh, okay. But okay. then the other goblin kings hear about it, and they all go, no, 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 no. Mm. And some of them are trying to stop him. Some of them are trying to take the the kid for their own. Who's the kid though? Does it matter who the kid is? Is it the kid is the kid is no. Ferris Bueller? <laughs> right? You like eighties movies? You know who Ferris Bueller is? Yeah. How he grows up yeah, so I cool. <laughs> Alright, okay. How about this? How yeah. about this? Okay. They get they get the baby or the child almost all the way. A DH Matthew Broderick, almost all the way to one of the kingdoms, through one of the labyrinths. Yeah. And then they're being chased by all thirteen other king- goblin kingdoms. Well, right? there's there's twelve goblin kingdoms, and the one in the center is the one that. So <laughs> no one there ones. is. But please continue. And so the movie starts like Mad Max Fury Road, basically getting the baby to one of the kingdoms, and then all the way back to that center kingdom. So that's actually a really good idea, and not just because Fury Road is probably one of the best action movies filmed in the last forty years, maybe. <laughs> um, but because it's like the continuous action, we can go through all of the different yeah. places yeah. and additional ones. So you can go through the trash place and the fireplace mm-hmm. and the goblin city and other places. Yeah. All populated by puppets. Yeah, and I don't want to say they're all driving like in Fury Road. They all have like their cars like it's one of those uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons. <laughs> the races. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the baby's bouncing around. I guess. <laughs> That's just that's just part of an idea. It can it can, it can be chopped. No, no, no. It's, uh, let's let's keep it. <laughs> I'm looking at a list of other '80s movies now, just waiting to make references so that you'll know mm, what they are go on. and laugh about it. But so the Goblin Kings finally get um, one computer. One chart. Goblin Kingdom is ruled by everyone who was in Sixteen Candles. <laughs> is that is that anything? They all get detention on a Saturday. Um. <laughs> was that Sixteen Candles? That was Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. 
It was John Hughes. Oh, I definitely know who John Hughes is. So, <laughs> so that made sense to me that you said his that name. R.I.P. Hmm. Our condolences to John Hughes family. <laughs> don't know. I think he's dead too. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, one of the Gob- Goblin Kingdoms finally gets internet. Top right? Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun was in the 80s. <laughs> is that, Jeff, is that any? Uh, R.I.P. Goose. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Goose is dead. dead. He died. <laughs> Anthony Anderson's still alive. Um, <laughs> so this, the one goblin king of that, that gets computers, gets the internet. Yeah. Is having trouble um, with, with uh, female children in the area wishing that their baby brothers would be taken by the Goblin King. So, this one Goblin King and let's say a Hoggle type character use the computer to create a baby. Okay. And it's it's a perfect baby. It's got magical powers. So the Terminator. And hijinks ensue. Well, I was thinking weird science. Okay. But, weird science. But yeah, but yeah, they Goblin Kings invent Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. And yeah. then a mad and, old scientist uh, from the future invents a DeLorean, and he sends <laughs> a robot back and past with it. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's it's all it's all, uh, it's all magic-based. It's all magic-based. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so. It's a good amount. I mean, it's, it's a rich, rich world Jim Henson made. Yeah. And so there's, I'm sure there's plenty more yeah. that, that could be pulled from it, for yeah. sure. I mean... Um, <laughs> Caddyshack kidnapped... <laughs> is that the 80s the, I think it's the 80s instead of a golf, gopher it's a goblin yeah one of the goblins yep. Ronnie Dangerfield playing Jareth oh, the goblin thank king. god he's still alive right <laughs> yeah 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 that's what happens when you get no respect you live quite a long time I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about this anymore it's <laughs> <laughs> been too long alright alright I don't feel like we've come up with any really good solid ideas and that's just gonna happen. That's not. Yeah. That you know what I th- I think there was an embarrassment of riches in Labyrinth and that that threw us off. I think know? it was. There were too many ways to go. You know, we didn't know how to how to handle it. You know, pretty pretty in pink, right? That was a movie in the eighties we could have used. Yeah, you love John Hughes for some. <laughs> I don't know too. who he is. <laughs> it just feels like he made a lot of movies in the eighties. He did. What else did he make? <laughs> just keep naming 80s movies I bet you'll get it well, he made The Breakfast Club yep um, 16 Candles I already said and that's why you said mm-hmm. Pretty in Pink no that was the um, what was the one you, you said Weird Science yeah Ferris Bueller Say Off wow he did make a lot of movies <laughs> yeah prolific Planes, Trains, and Automobiles I've never seen it Uncle Buck. I don't know what that is. Uh, Mr. Mom. It doesn't. It's starting to sound like I don't like John Hughes. <laughs> National Lampoon's uh, European Vacation and Regular Vacation. Oh, I see here he made the Flubber movie in the late 90s. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I don't know. Home Alone, the video game. Uh, I don't remember that being good. Home Alone 3. Home Alone 2. Beethoven. Beethoven 2nd. Beethoven's, Beethoven's big break. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Candy. He did Candy, a lot. no transitions. Mm-hmm. Oh, go on. Go on. This week we ate snow caps, a yeah. semi-sweet chocolate nonpareil from Nestle. True. Nestle, which recently is being raked over the coals for having done pretty much nothing to combat uh, child slavery in its cocoa production. <laughs> Do you want candy bars prices raised by 10 to 14 cents? Uh, I would like it if every piece <laughs> of chocolate in this country doubled in price. If the trade-off was that actual 11-year-olds weren't being held in slave camps forced to work yeah, in cocoa fields. Can't they do that with regular adults so it don't feel as bad? Uh, they could, but, you know, they don't. Because... has to be 11-year-olds. They've got such tactile fingers. Yeah. So, Nestle is a criminal organization, essentially, that we did give money to. <laughs> it's the the amount of candy they actually make is is astounding to me. Because I was, I was like, I don't know, Nestle, Crunch Bar, uh, I think they're on the Willy Wonka stuff. And then I was like, that's it. But every candy I think to get, yeah, Nestle's got their name yeah. on it. Well, they keep prices down by using child slave labor. So, <laughs> And there's nothing, Jeff, there's nothing anyone can do about that. And they did. No. They did. I was reading articles about this, just getting angrier and angrier. I've been really angry lately. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but um, Quentin Tarantino is making a Star Trek film. He yeah. Is. So and, <laughs> He's wanted to for a long time. And it's going to have an R rating. So I can't wait to hear, you know, the captain of a starship shouting the N-word. That's just going to be real good for this beloved franchise. <laughs> It'll be Sam Jackson. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Of I, I can't wait till they start uh, on, on, like, a big battle scene. Yeah. Like, and then they cut back to the beginning of the movie. And then they... Yeah. Oh, this oh, this space virus doubled everyone's feet. Their feet are so I can't so believe they're now. actually giving him a start. Yeah, I think he should also be in jail. Um, But we're talking about candy now. <laughs> they... You know who was trying to get a Star Trek TV series was uh, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, that's isn't that why he made that Star Trek knockoff? That's series? why he made that that ripoff. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't let him do yeah. it. Well, they had to give it to Quentin Tarantino. You know, <laughs> is J.J. Abrams too busy? Is that yeah, it? he's too busy trying to fucking salvage Star Wars from the mess that Ryan Johnson made. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is going. Oh, jeez. Oh no. It's it's terrible, <laughs> no. but in ways I didn't intend. Um, <laughs> Where are the lens flares? <laughs> Snow caps. Snow caps. Did you, did you enjoy it? Not really. Do you like semi-sweet chocolate? I don't know what the difference between that and non-sweet or entirely sweet chocolate is. So, I, to me, it tastes it tastes more like a dark chocolate, like a like a very um, mild dark chocolate. It didn't have any of that good bitterness. No, which is what I like about semi-sweet chocolate. Mm. Um, I mean, it was when I was eating it, it was bitter to think that I'm trapped in a system wherein, you know, candy that's <laughs> optional to buy is, is actually made with slave labor in foreign countries. Um, yeah, and that the government that represents me has done nothing to combat this. So, like that bitterness was there, but it's not. That's not yeah. really in my mouth. That's just like in my soul <laughs> as a burden that I have to carry. Um, I, what was it, what were the little pieces of shit all over? <laughs> this, Sean, you'll be surprised to the know. Snow, as it were. You'll be surprised to know that those are nonpareils. And what is a nonpareil? What? Those refer to those the the. It's like a starch. Nonpareils means hundreds and thousands outside North America, um, made with sugar and starch. Okay. 
traditionally opaque white, but come in many colors now. But the candy that they make, these chocolate things that are covered in non nonpareils, they also call them nonpareils when they're not um, branded snow caps. Mm. So one of the ingredients is the entire name of this candy. <laughs> okay. Um, I am scrolling through. I see jazz drops. <laughs> and so I want to read more about that. <laughs> oh, they're, when they're sold in the United Kingdom, they're known as jazzles, jazzies, jazz drops, and snowies. Yeah. All sex stuff in the United States, but they're candy. Well, see, I was going to say, like like when you texted me that I had to um, use this money to, to buy the slave labor chocolate, that um, mm-hmm. snowcap sounds like a drug. Yeah. And all of the things, jazzies, jazzles, jazzos, jazzums, whatever you said, those all also sound like drugs. <laughs> jazz drops. Jazz drops. <laughs> hey, man. Give me some jazz drops. Jazz cigarettes? No way, man. Those are old school. Now it is doing jazz drops. Give me a hit of snow caps. <laughs> Yo, hook me up with some snowies. <laughs> snowies definitely is cocaine. <laughs> that somebody has said that before. Well, if they were from the United Kingdom, they were talking about snow caps. Right. So, or non pareils. I see on so. the back of the box, and I know you and the four people who listen want me to stop talking about this, but I'm not going to. It says the good stuff. Mm. Made, made in the made USA. in the USA with little asterisks that says with globally sourced ingredients. They f- from child slave fail labor. to mention Weird. the child slave labor, which is interesting <laughs> to me. But it's the good stuff. Let me see. Just look up the Nestle CEO so I can add that to my list. You can be <laughs> Ulf Mark Schneider. Wolf. Ulf U L F. Oh, Ulf. Ulf Oof. Mark Schneider. Can you can you buy conflict free? Chocolate, like you buy conflict-free diamonds. Yes. Is, is there any like bar that'll say conflict-free? Yes, there is actually one that advertises itself as like. Oh. Um, let me look up the name because I was looking at this was part of the. Actually, somebody mentioned in the comments. I think under the news article I read, Tony's Chocolonely. Ponies Chocolonely. No, wow, you're just all over the place <laughs> with your ears. Are you okay? <laughs> Go ahead. One more Tony's. Time. Tony's. Choco. Yeah. Lonely. 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 L-O- I'm, I'm just going to, you know what, I'm just going to drop this link right into the Slack thing here. <laughs> I'm already on their website. Front page. Together mm. we make chocolate 100% slave free. So. Yeah. I'm sure there are other companies. Okay. So I'm going to look into that. I would really, since chocolate is optional to buy, and nobody needs yeah. it, it seems like this should be easy to make slave free. <laughs> You'd think, yeah. but maybe we should try some of those Tony's chocolate onlys. I definitely am. I think that's definitely the next candy that we'll try. Okay. Uh, Nestle's CEO, Ulf Mark Schneider, should be in jail um, for his utter failure, disgraceful failure, really, to do anything to combat child slave labor used to create Absolutely. his product. Yeah, someone someone's needs, needs to take uh, responsibility. And uh, it's time for every CEO that makes that make the most money off of these companies' decisions and are in charge of those decisions to be in jail. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Who else did we talk about and not like? I'm really uh, Elon Musk. Send him in jail, sure. I was reading another news story about Elon Musk. About I mean, he's like a huge donor donor to like conservative uh, PACs. Why? And 
Well, because he would like to not pay taxes or have any responsibility to the communities uh, oh, which he exploits. Okay. Um, but then people were defending him, saying, oh, he also donates to uh, Democratic PACs. But when researched, those Democratic PACs are the ones that are kind of trying to pull the Democratic Party to the right. So, <laughs> not really, uh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, he's a piece of shit. All right, yeah. great. Can't yeah. wait. I'm going to buy one of his cars. I'm going to love it. Mm, no. No. <laughs> not going to love it. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Bezos, definitely. Should, straight to definitely hell. should be in feudal lord should be in jail <laughs> this is the subsection of the podcast yeah. wherein i say ceos i think should be in jail yes yeah. any any member of the walton family walmart straight right? to hell. Yeah. yeah yeah rise up people hold on i mean sheeple <laughs> so, what is that, is that what you do? yeah yeah we're gonna have to start unironically saying sheeple <laughs> Uh, you know, go right to headsup.threadless.com, get your sheeple shirt, show, show your sheeple pride. Children help make the shirts, that's how you know it tastes good. <laughs> Tastiest shirt in the podcasting game, people. Look, I'm not, I'm not, Heads up I'm not, I don't want to, I don't intend, I'm not castigating people for buying, like, candy that comes from Nestle, because much like capitalism, we are trapped in a system that we alone yeah. cannot change. That's right. You shouldn't feel bad about it, but you should also do at least something to try to change it. Yeah. Like, don't buy Nestle. And also petition your congressman to put the CEO of Nestle in jail. <laughs> get, make sure the extradition laws are, are solid. Trap them in a country, yeah. get them back here, make them pay for well, his crimes. Well, I think we should put them on trial in the Hague. In the Hague? Hague? I forget what that's called. H-A-U-G-E. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've heard Hague. Hague. So now your favorite candy. Uh, I not No, for a lot of reasons. I also didn't like the taste. Mm. Now, do you, think, do you think what holds it back is the, is the non-parels on top get, like, crushed in there, and then there's, like, this fine powder that also goes along with I, it? Yeah, I didn't like that. I don't like the little, the little white dots. They just no, they didn't add anything. You don't think they add texture to a, to a chocolate drop? No. Well, probably they do, but it wasn't good. It was just mm. crunchy. You don't like nuts in your chocolate. You don't like crunchy uh, sugar and starch in your chocolate. Yeah, I think I think we are seeing a pattern. Why did you like them? <laughs> yeah, I like semi-sweet chocolate. I've been known to dig into some just you know chocolate chips that are meant for uh, baking cookies. Just going through a bag of those occasionally. Well, you know? we've all been there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like the crunch. I'm a, I'm a crunch fan. I was into it. I mean, I wouldn't say... I, I'd never go out of my way for these. Yeah. Except when I make you do it on a podcast. Well, I had to go out of my way for these because I would never have bought them if you didn't say, hey, <laughs> buy these. You know, even with snow caps and it's got snow on it, you, you'd think they'd make um, maybe the non-parels like a little, like, minty to give you that cool... Yeah. Um, cool mouth feel. That's a good but. idea. You should work for <laughs> famous criminal enterprise Nestle. Get that money. Get that money. The more money I take from them, the less money they have. That's true. Gotta look up snowcap varieties now, just in case they have them. I don't think so. Yeah, it seems like something they just, they're like, yeah, here it is. We stole this from somebody a long time ago. Yeah. 
I, but I, I don't know what you can do with snow caps. Like, yeah, minty would be good. A little mint, a little mint chocolate. Yeah, well, because they have similar things to this, um, but instead of like semi sweet chocolate, they'll they'll have like they'll be like light green or yellow, and I don't remember what they're called. Yeah. But they'll have some of that stuff in there. I don't remember what they're called though. Screencrush.com says snow caps are the worst movie candy. Okay, wow. Thanks, screencaps.com. <laughs> Chowhound says uh, snow caps the best movie theater snack. So it's pretty. Uh, which is it? Pretty divided. <laughs> yeah, which is it? How am I going to know if someone doesn't tell me? It's going to be more personal preference. Next clickbait bullshit article. <laughs> uh, Pam Dolan on Facebook says, Hi, has Snowcaps been Ooh. discontinued? <laughs> I can't seem to find them any, anywhere anymore. And this was in January 16th and 2015. But <laughs> they're also one of those candies where even if you can't find Snowcaps, there's a generic brand in like every supermarket. Or, you know what I mean? There's, it's one of those ones that's like, just like a standard candy where I, it's like a gummy I one. I went to a grocery store to get these, and I only saw snow caps. Really? I did not see any other little... Because had I seen any other little things that looked like this, I would have gotten mm-hmm. confused and had to buy multiple boxes of different kinds to make sure I got the right one that you <laughs> meant. Well next, well, next to the snow... You know how, like... Um, hey, hold up. Uh, Nestle those... responded that uh, snow caps do exist on Facebook, and Pam Dolan says, Glad to hear. I love snow caps. But none of the local store, <laughs> none of the local sores are carrying them right now. I think she meant stores. <laughs> none of my local sores have any. So I will tell my old manager at the local Walmart to order some. But if you go into the candy aisle, you know where they have. The, I just um, didn't want people bags. to wonder if Bam Dolan ever got an answer to her question. <laughs> Nestle, the company that responds, but not about right. child labor allegations. If you want to, if you want to know where to buy their product, they're right on top of it. But <laughs> sorry, go on. You were. In the candy aisle, there's always, like, the generic um, candy, which is usually in bags. Yeah. Underneath that, there's also a generic candy that usually comes in, like, clear Tupperware, like plastic Tupperware. Yeah. And that's where you're going to find a non-Pirel. Okay. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not. They're I'm slightly, not they're larger, flatter. I genuinely think snow caps were bottom of the barrel for me. Yeah, I mean, they're middle of the road for me. I, I guess if, if I could buy non-Nestle and I was in the mood for them, I would. I you know. I will say when it comes to my rating system, right? When we talk about where mm. we would put them, I don't think about the slave labor involved at all. That's based mostly on taste and enjoyability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, when it comes to the ratings, they're they're very uh, very pure, very specific about taste, of course, and how yeah. you feel about them, texture, yeah. enjoyment. Middle of the road for me. Middle of the road. Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> so bottom of the barrel. Well, this has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. No, we're leaving it. If you want to yell at us for desiring revolution but doing nothing to enforce it against yeah, criminal organizations like Nestle, you can email mm-hmm. us at headsuppod at gmail.com. True. What else is there? There's an Instagram. Mm-hmm. At my, my personal Instagram has been lit lately, so it's a shame that the readers can't see yeah. that. But I didn't want I don't want to bring it up. Can't. But it's great. Yeah, just a lot of picture poetry going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it keep it you up. Guys, you guys don't have to like them, you know. No, I know. I'm just I'm just like I'm like I'm trying to figure out the process. Like, do you do you find find the thing and then write a poem about it? Do you have a poem, find a picture, find something related to that, take a picture of it? Do you write the poem, take something, put it in there like it's like it's just found, and then 
You manufacture it? I, I don't know how it goes. I, I find uh, it's trash out in the wild, and then I take a picture of mm -hmm. it, and then as on my yeah. walk home, generally I'm, I'm making the, the poem in my head. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Great, great job. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Way. It's real top-tier stuff. <laughs> I I enjoy um, it. I mean, Holly was just saying last night, like, Sean's Instagram has been lit lately. She not, she's like, but I don't want to bring... I don't, she did not say that. I don't, she did. And she's like, I don't want to bring it up to him because I don't want him to stop. <laughs> she did not say that. She did. But, uh... Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I was just Instagram. taunting. I was just taunting the listeners, not being able to see how cool it was. <laughs> My pictures of trash yeah. that I then write weird poems about. <laughs> Yeah, so good. If you want to see less active Instagram and Twitter pages. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Twitter. That was the other one. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. At Heads Up Pod. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and then yeah. there's another yeah. thing that you have that I always don't know about. Oh, headsup.threadless.com, where the fursuit is still available. T-shirt. It's T-shirt, not a fursuit. <laughs> T-shirt that says fursuit. And uh, if I can remember what the thing we said earlier today was... That'll be a shirt as well. I forgot about the fursuit. <laughs> if you're a furry, and let's yeah. just make it clear, if you're a furry, we don't make loathe you specifically. It's just the full, you know, the movement to which you belong. Um, this sort yeah. of can't stand group that you identify with. Just can't really it's don't want to tolerate them. Don't want to be around them. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. Don't want to be in a position to understand. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is this is the hill we've chosen to die on inexplicably. Yeah, and listen, I'm sorry. Live your life, please, to the yes, fullest. Yes, absolutely. Don't let, follow your heart. Follow your your yeah. weird furry heart. Don't let our um, completely logical and normal <laughs> opinions about how disgusting your lifestyle is deter you in any way from living your best life. Um, the worst part is all the furries but, I see on the internet will never be in on the joke. They won't. They'll take it too seriously. Um, but the point is, if you are looking for a budget fursuit, mm. we have the perfect solution mm. for you. Yeah. So go give us money for it, though. Yeah, if you, if you want to dip your toes in without spending the full money on a fursuit, right. this t-shirt that says fursuit in Comic Sans is perfect for you. It's perfect for you, dear listener. <laughs> and uh, I forget, this has been the Heads Up Pod, and we're popping off. Toodles? This sounds right, but... I don't think enough about cat nipples to know, so... I'm not looking... Look at... You can Google possum penis if you want. I am not.